Welcome back to Bug Guy Podcast. It is your host, Jessica. How are you all doing on this Monday? I know it's Monday and, and people, you know, it's like this negative black cloud when we start talking about Monday. But listen, did you pray this morning? Did you do your devotional this morning? Or did you just get right up on out of bed and put your clothes on and went to work? You didn't give Jesus no time. So so if your Monday is starting off rocky because you didn't give Jesus no time, we have to set our atmosphere. So I pray that everybody that is listening to this, whether it's on a Monday or a Tuesday, that you set your atmosphere. I pray that you are having a blessed week. I pray that your expectations is high. Okay, that you are expecting God to do something for you. Just because it's Monday. Why people think God don't move on Mondays? (laughs) People think God sleep on Monday. He is a living God. (laughs) He is a God that loves us. He moves every single day. So let's not have a negative mindset about Monday. So happy Monday to you all. So listen, today my devotional the title of it is called Love That Is Felt, right? So we all know what time it is. I done been single for a while, y'all. And that's all right. God is good to me. I have been single for a while. But let me tell y'all something. When I go down my timelines on my social media, everybody talking about they want to be booed up. It's time for them to be cuffed up. They need somebody to cuddle with them. And I'm so confused, right? Because in the summer... Everybody was a city girl or a city boy. You know, they was having hot girl summers. But now it done got, it done got a little cold outside. Now everybody needs to be booed up. I just want to let y'all know that's toxic. <laughs> that is very toxic. And today, I want to present to you God's love, right? And sometimes we want to connect in relationship with things that really don't really serve us just because it feels good in that moment. So I want to talk about God's love on today. And I'm going to be coming from Isaiah 29 and 13. And it says, these people come near to me with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based merely on human rules they have been taught. Again, that's Isaiah 29 and 13. Now, like I said, our generation, how we view love is very toxic. We think if somebody is touching us, they love us. If if they if they buy us a bag, they love us. Okay, that's for the females. Y'all know what a bag is. If they buy us a bag, they love us. If they send us a good morning text, they love us, right? Uh, but I just want to challenge you, you know, to, to help you to realize that's toxic. Because somebody can buy you a bag and be cheating on you. Yes, been there, done that, okay? Somebody could be sending you a good morning text and they got a lineup of people that they're sending good morning to, all right? That's not love, y'all. That That is not love. Let me, let me tell y'all what love is. A man that died on a cross for all of the sins that you will commit before you give your life to Christ. And after you give your life to Christ, love is an action word. And Jesus done that. When he died on the cross, that was an outer act of service that he did. That was love that he showed right there. Do you know anybody right now that is in your phone, in your lineup? Because right now y'all in tryouts, right? That's how it go. I done been out the game for a little bit, so I done forget how it all went. But um, right now I think y'all having tryouts. And then, you know, Valentine's Day. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Valentine's Day, that's the playoffs. Well, Jesus died for you right he died for you he died for me he died for people that he knew that would reject him who in your phone do you know that would do that 
nobody. Like, like nobody. No. So, so Jesus really does show us what love is for him to give his life, for him to be stretched out on a cross, for there to be thorns on his heads, nails in his hands. That's love, right? So that's why the scripture is so important because God said with their mouths, <laughs> with their lips, they honor me, but their hearts are far from me. Does your lifestyle show your love for Christ? Does your worship show your love for Christ? Does your praise express how much you love him? Are, are, are we just doing things with casualties because it sounds good, right? It's a good post to say, I love the Lord. But you're not really in relationship with him. Listen, when you first get to Christ, right? I like to call it the puppy love stage, right? You know, oh, I done gave my life to Christ. Everything is good. You know, the blessings be coming. But like nobody talks about like what it's like when you walk in years and years with Christ. It's still very good. It, it's, it's very good. But when you start walking years with Christ, you have to really build a relationship with him. You have to know how your father moves. You have to know how your father talks, right? Because if not, those very things that you left behind with sin, Satan is coming to tempt you with that when hard times hit. And if you if your love for Christ is not solid, you're going to fold every time. I'm very big on loyalty, right? So just because hardship comes into our life, the first thing we do is we want to cut ourselves off from Christ. Why? That's crazy, guys. <laughs> Why are we cutting ourselves off with Christ? And you're doing that because your relationship with him isn't really solid. You just with him because he's doing something for you. But what are we doing for him? Praise and worship, right? It, it, it's such an experience to allow God's love to explode on you while you are worshiping him. Have we ever had that experience? I have. I have. Like, I have. To the point to where his love just consumes your just just consumes your life so much, consumes you in that moment so much, it's almost breathtaking. But we never experience that because our love is so conditional for God. Like if he do something for me, yeah, I love him. If he don't come through, nah, I don't love him. That's toxic. That's how we do things in our life. That's why at the end of the scripture it says their worship for me is based merely on human rights they have been taught. That's how we talk to love. Oh, they doing for something for me? I love them. Oh, they bought something for me? Yeah, I love them. But as soon as somebody don't do what you want them to do, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm erasing them. I don't want them no more. Uh-uh. They're not doing what I want. Like, no, that's toxic. What if they ain't got it? Y'all still gonna leave them? Like, when if God never did nothing else but woke you up in the morning? To me, he's still good, right? I have experienced a lot of, I wouldn't even say hardship, just I'm in a season right now to where God's love is so sufficient for me that I couldn't turn back if I wanted to. It just wouldn't make sense. But that's because I've built a relationship with him that I understand that all the things that God freed me from, I wouldn't dare turn back to because I know what freedom feels like. And a lot of times we don't really understand what freedom feels like. Because our hearts are too far from God. Listen to this. It says, in our hearts, we are connected to things that hate him. Sin. Sin is the only thing that can separate the love of God from us. Sin will keep you from not showing love to God. 
So you may feel like, well, I don't really know how to love God. What sin is in your life? Right? Because if you love him, you want to turn your heart away from the thing that's going to break his heart. That's relationship. That's love. Listen, love is about is about laying, laying, laying your life on the line. He did it for us. Why we can't do it for him? Why we can't stand up and tell people that we love God? Our pastor said something so, so, listen. Yesterday she said, we believers, but we don't believe. Like, how that work? <laughs> how do you call yourself a believer, but you don't believe? How do you call yourself in relationship with God, but you don't do nothing that loves on him? He's just steadily loving on you. God has feelings. I'm going to prove it to you. Why you think he was out here? Doing... And it's not funny, y'all. But sometimes I know when I say stuff, people like, she's always being funny. But I'm really being serious. God out here destroying the world. That's feelings. Flooded everything. That's feelings. So you can't tell me that God doesn't have feelings. He has feelings. He cares. <laughs> he cares. God wants to be loved on. That's why he gave us a choice. He could have just made us all robots and been like, today, when you get up, you're going to worship me. No, he gave us a choice. Why? Because he wanted something real. Oh, he wanted something real. He don't want a bunch of people just, just loving him because he said so. God want real love too. <laughs> I love that. It says, I put what you're trying to fill up your heart with. It won't last. It won't even be sufficient. That's what I say right now. We call it cuffing season. But is this relationship that you are putting yourself in, is this sufficient enough? Is And it don't even have to be relationship. Is this job that you putting your all into, is it, a, is it sufficient enough? Is, is these friends that you are following behind, is it sufficient enough to keep you in the midst of hard times? To keep you when life is like a storm? To keep you on your low days? Is, is the things that we are, are turning against God for, are they sufficient enough? I don't think that they are. Because if they, if they was, we wouldn't need a God. These things, they're, they're not sufficient. God's love is the only thing that can replace that emptiness that we feel when we lay down at night. <laughs> when we crying ourselves to sleep. When, when life feels like a whirlwind, God's love is sufficient enough for us to endure. And I can say that because that's the life that I live right now. Everything ain't like how I want it to be. No. Let me tell y'all something. I was saying my birthday is in February, y'all. At the beginning of the year, I kept saying February 4th. It's my, it's my Jesus year. Oh, it's my Jesus year. That's when Jesus was really like, he was ministering, ministering. Like, it's my Jesus year. I'm going up. Let me tell y'all something. Be careful for what you said. Because I was only thinking about the ministry part of that. But I didn't think that that was when Jesus got uh, persecuted. That's when Jesus had to die. Like, 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 that's, that's, that's when, listen, when, when Jesus cried out, my father, my father. Has that no? He said, My God, my God has that forsaken me on that cross. That was Jesus where he was feeling a little bit of anxiety like, Hold on, God, what's going on? <laughs> we gotta be careful for what we send because there's a lot of things this year that I done had to die to, right? This season that God, that God has me in, it doesn't feel too good to me, it don't feel good at all. But 
on the other side of that, I know that his love is so good that I can endure hardship and still praise him. I can wake up every day, still meet my prayer time, still do my devotionals because one, I know that life is not always going to be like this. This is just for a season right now and God is trying to get some things out of me. But because of the relationship that I have with him, just because things is going bad, account empty, doesn't mean that I want to turn my back on him. That's the same kind of love that we have to have. That's why the topic of my devotional is a love that is felt. I want God to know, hey, God, listen, I don't know what you up there doing, but I still love you, though. Why? Because I have all of these milestones. That's why the name of my podcast is But God. I have all of these But God moments that I could never just turn my back on Jesus just because things aren't going right. And even in your natural relationships, that's why relationships don't go bad. I mean, don't go. That's why relationships don't go good. That's why the divorce rate is high. Uh, because we don't have realistic expectations in relationships. Every day is not going to be happy. <laughs> Every day is not going to be butterflies and roses and we have a picnic. Hey, we're going to have to go through some things. We're going to, it's, it's, it's. There's going to have to be some things that change both of us, right? So before you get in a relationship with somebody out here in the world, you got to check your relationship with Christ. What's your core values? Like, what's your values in your relationship with Christ? My relationship is, look, my lifestyle has to match with the love that I have for him. My worship has to match with the love that I have for him. My praise has to match for the love that I have for him. If those things they ain't happening, the relationship's off. There's a leak somewhere. Oh, y'all, look, I can have y'all here all day talking about the love of Christ. Where's the leak at? Where is the leak at in your relationship with Christ? We have to, before you just throw yourself into somebody's bed this winter, before you just go out on all of these random dates looking for something, I look. Get you a Bible, go to Proverbs, go to Psalms, find you scriptures on love and let God's love be sufficient enough to where we not selling out for, for just a feeling at that moment. Listen, God's love never changes for us. God's love is always there. He don't change his mind just because we make a mistake. He already know. He knew we was going to make the mistake. His mind doesn't change for us just because we miss one day of prayer. We miss one day of devotion. His mind about us doesn't change. He just wants us to be consistent in relationship. He wants us to feel his love, but he also wants to feel our love. So are you giving God this love that is felt? If not, I pray that you do. So I'm going to end this on a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for this Monday. We thank you for this time of devotion, God. Allow us to break free from things that no longer serve us, Father. God, allow us to fall in love with you and your ways, God. Allow us to give up the sin, Lord God. God, allow your love to explode in our life, Lord God. God, we ask that as we end this year, Lord God, that our relationship, our foundation is built on you, God, so that when we go into 2020, for God. God, that we have a love, Lord God, that won't 
change, Lord God. God, that our love will just overflow in, overflow in us, Lord God. That other people will see your love, Lord God, and want to know what is that inside of us, Father. God, we thank you because you loved us, God. God, we thank you because you died on the cross for us, God. God, we thank you because your love is sufficient, God. God, even when we go into hard times, Lord God, God, give us an appetite to have relationship with you, God. God, allow our prayer life to explode, Lord God. God, allow the devotion in our life to explode, Lord God. God, we need you, God. God, anything that is keeping us, Lord God, from having a relationship with you, God. God, I ask that you burn it up and send it back to the sender, Lord God. God, we need you like never before. You're good to us. You've never left us. You've never forsaken us. You move mountains while we sleep, Lord God. God, you are worthy of the praise. And we thank you for this devotional, God. God, allow it to touch somebody in this season, Lord God. God, don't allow us to settle for things that's not in your will, Lord God. God, align our hearts with yours, Lord God. God, and we thank you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy Monday, y'all. Y'all have a blessed week. I love you all and I'll talk to you soon.